Hello, everybody. Welcome to the debut episode number one of Body, Soul, and Pocketbook. I am your host, Gail M. Gilmore, and I am so looking forward to sharing with you a weekly, a balanced message of how God wants to bless you in all areas of your life, body, soul, and pocketbook. You know, this has been one of my mantras or or motivating statements that I have shared for many years because I have shared um, books. I have written books along the subject of finance. You know, when we talk about finances, especially in the church, it seems like money and finances is such a dirty word. But you know, God wants us to be aware of that not only does he want our souls to be saved, but he wants us to be blessed in our health, in our in our bodies, and even in our finances. Third John says, uh, the second verse says, above all things, I, I wish that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. And I wrote two books along that line, How Would Jesus Invest? Breaking the Poor Man's Mentality and Miracles of the Exchange, Intentional Blessings. And I'll talk more about that later. But especially during this time, you know, I really feel like Esther, that I have been called for such a time as this to share this balanced message of blessing. Unless you have been living on a rock, we are dealing with a health pandemic called COVID-19 or the coronavirus, which is in turn has affected our economy and finances. And then on top of that, we're in 2020, y'all. And on top of that, we are going through a racial pandemic resulting from the senseless killing of a gentleman named George Floyd, which has just turned our nation upside down. But I believe even through all of this, all of these events has opened our eyes, especially as we talk about systemic racism. But I believe this has empowered us, especially as black Americans, to improve both, not just our our spiritual well-being, but also our health and economic status. But this first episode, first things first, and you know, I just want to just tell you a little bit about myself um, as an introduction, as we open up this dialogue, as we are going to be sharing weekly body, soul, and pocketbook. And I, I feel that first things first, and I need to just share a little bit of my story so that you will understand um, where I am, am coming from and what has brought me uh, to be this one, I, I believe, uh, Esther, that has been called for such a time as this. Well, my beginnings start uh, with a man named Mr. Thomas Metley, rather elder Thomas Metley, because he was a minister. But when he found out that his great niece was pregnant and he had just married at the age of around 51 or 52, he decided that uh, he wanted to take in 
this child, he didn't know if this child was going to be a boy or a girl, but he said, I, I, I want to raise this child and love this child as if it was my own. Well, at the time, he had married a young lady, and her name was Annie Matley. But the thing, she had been married before. She married at 14. She was a widow by the time she was 19. And she raised three children. And so when she met Mr. Matley, and they got married, and he approached her about adopting a, a child, um, she said, you know, Tom, I have to go to the Lord about this. And, and this is what I'm talking about. My, my family has always been one to seek God first, especially in major decisions. And so Mr. Metley said, well, that's all I can ask because I really need to, to depend on you, Annie, because I'm going to be working and you would be here to raise this child. So guess what? She went to the Lord and she asked the Lord and the rest is history. Uh, they took me in. They legally adopted me. I was in their house at six days old, but they raised me and they trained me in the way that I should go. And, and I was raised in the church and, um, one of the things, God and, and church always came first. And I, I did well in school. I, I grew up in Portsmouth, Virginia, and I was an honors student. I graduated from a high school, Craddock High School in uh, 757 here in, uh, in Virginia. Uh, but, you know, one thing that my mother always told me, she said, you get all the education that you can. But let me tell you something, Gail. If you don't have Christ in your life, I'm talking about putting first things first, you are just an educated fool. You know, and that is something that stayed in my mind even up until this day because I always had to put God first in my life. And then when I started to... Um, get ready um, to prepare for uh, education and go a little further. I remember that I uh, worked a summer job at the Norfolk Naval Shipyard here, worked four summers, because the thing was that uh, my family wasn't a rich family. They weren't, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't have a, a spoon in my mouth. And when I was small, my, my mother always pushed education that I had to learn that I would go to college. It wasn't if you go to college is when you go to college. But as I got older and I started to see the situation, I mean, they didn't have a college fund for me and, and all these different things. And I'm like, how in the world am I going to go to college? But one of the things that happened is as I worked those summer jobs, those four summers before I was supposed to start school, I remember that first paycheck and I brought that paycheck home and I, and I showed it to my parents. My daddy was proud and uh, my mom, but she was down to business. She said, what we're going to do is when, when you get paid like this, the first thing you do, you're going to give God his share. You're going to tithe, and then you are going to save. You're going to put some of that in the bank, and then the rest you can spend. And that was a method that, 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 that is still following me. But God always kept his promises to my family because um, I did go to college, and, and God blessed me so 
that at that time there was what was called a BEOG grant, a basic equal opportunity grant. You know, a grant you don't have to pay back. It's not a loan. The only thing that I had to do was to maintain my grades, have a B average and above. And I wasn't going to waste any time and I was going to uh, take advantage of this opportunity that God blessed me with. So I went to Virginia Commonwealth University because my dream was that I was going to be a band director. My my band director, I was so um, inspired by him and his name was Mr. William Gibson and he helped me even get into Virginia Commonwealth University and I majored in music education, received my bachelor's degree in um, music education and God kept his promise. I, I went to school on that grant, didn't have to pay anything back and God always kept his promises to my family because my daddy said, Lord, I I, I want to live long enough to see my baby graduate from college. And although he could not attend the graduation at that time, he had gotten sick. He was in the nursing home uh, when I graduated Uh, May 1981 from Virginia Commonwealth University. Lord bless my mom to go with me and see me march across that stage. But my dad was sick. And when I came back home and I went to the nursing home, first thing I did, I took that degree there so he could see it. And he really had gotten to a point he really couldn't even speak at this time. May 1981 and all the nurses say, you must be Gail. Every time your name is mentioned, he just smiles. And at one point he said, I got a baby in college and she's going to graduate. And so when I took that degree after I graduated May 1981, I took it to him and I tell you the biggest smile came on his face there was tears in his eyes and he could hug me and 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 you know the Lord took him home that August 1981 but because that 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 my parents and that's why I always make sure the M is in my name Gail M Gilmore because that is my family name. And they it's just a reminder to me of how good God had been uh, to me because they always say, said to, to, to put God first. And then when it came later on and time for me to marry and things like that, I married my, my high school sweetheart, uh, James E. Gilmore Sr., and he is now the pastor of a church that he founded, and we have co-founded together, Grace and Twine Ministries in Chesapeake, Virginia, and uh, we have two beautiful children, uh, Candy Charette Gilmore, that's our oldest daughter, and uh, she has uh, had our first and only grandson so far, uh, Lamarie Roberts. He, he's he's uh, uh, just turned 11 years old. And uh, our youngest son, who is James Gilmore, he's happily married, been married for three years. And guess what? He wrote that amazing jingle. He also went on and majored in music at Norfolk State uh, University. And he's a music producer. He's doing all these wonderful jingles. And that jingle that you heard at the beginning, that is his work. 
but there was a thread all through uh, my life and, and that thread is to seek God first and Matthew 6:33 puts it, it tells us just like it is it tells us what the priority is is to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and then all of these things will fall in place whether we're talking about good health whether we're talking about finances because when we talk about seeking the kingdom of God we're talking about seeking the rule of God what he would have us to do and being in right standing his righteousness being in right standing with his word and his way and his will so first things first when we are talking about being blessed body soul and pocketbook we need to make sure that the first thing that we do is to seek him first seek him first now the thing that has happened you know even in our in our religious life is that we the priority has always been salvation and seeking him first but what has happened a lot of times we don't get a balanced message uh, of, of, of the other issues issues of the soul have always been front and, and center as it should be but it's like eating a balanced meal if you just eat just all of one thing you're not going to be as healthy as you need to be so in these coming weeks I am going to strive to inform and to educate and most of all to inspire you to live the best life that God intended for you all in all the areas of your life. And I do mean body, soul, and pocketbook. And I am going to be sharing, as I mentioned earlier, from two of my books, uh, one of my books, an award-winning book, How Would Jesus Invest? breaking the poor man's mentality because what has to happen we have to change our mentality about uh, especially finances like I said a lot of times when we talk about finances especially in the church we want to uh, turn a, a deaf ear to that like that's not important but God wants us to have a balance, a balance, uh, a, a diet of the things that we need. And especially in the times that we are going through now. It See, uh, one of the things that we have um, misunderstood is one of the verses that says, uh, and people misquoted a lot, uh, money is the root of all evil, but that's not what the verse says. It says the love of money is the root of all evil, meaning that anything that you put above God is not right. That's the first commandment that you should, uh, uh, he is the one that you should serve first and him only. So, but once we get the priorities straight, then everything else is going to fall into place. Well, that is the first introduction episode of Body, Soul, and Pocketbook. I hope that I have just kind of whetted your appetite a little bit, that you're going to come back and you're going to want to hear more about this because uh, over the years I have shared 
uh, similar information uh, along this line. But I believe, especially in this year, 2020, I, I believe, again, God has called me like a Esther. And I believe that through this sharing that we're getting ready and I'm getting ready to share, I'm going to have some people to come on, um, some guests from time to time. And we are going to look at each one of these areas, the body, the soul, and the pocketbook, the one that is least mentioned. You know, I I just want to let you know this little tidbit because if you don't believe that 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 finances and economics is uh, 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 something important in the Bible, you know, as I did my research for my book, Miracles of the Exchange, Intentional Blessings, guess what? The New Testament actually contains 215 verses pertaining to faith, 218 verses pertaining to salvation, and get ready for this, 2,084 verses dealing with the stewardship and accountability for money and finances. Guess what? 16 of Jesus's 38 parables deal with money. Okay, come on now. So I can't wait to share with you in the next episode of Body, Soul, and Pocketbook. Until next time, this is Gail M. Gilmore. Be blessed. If you want to be blessed in all areas of your life, you got to know that God's intentional. Intentional. If you want a balanced message from the Listen to this inspiration, inspiration. Please tune in to Body, Soul, and Pocketbook. Body, Soul, and Pocketbook. Body, Soul, and Pocketbook. I want to bless you. Body, Soul, and